Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. Psalm 16.3 says, The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. I love that verse, and uh, I get to interview today a godly man in the land who is one of my true heroes. His name is Dale Walker, and he is my uncle, my dad's brother, and he's a pastor at a church in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I'll get into that, but I just love him so much, and we're going to talk about the topic of finishing well and all kinds of things about living for the day. I'm so excited for this interview. Thanks for listening along, and uh, just let's just jump right into the episode. Well, welcome everybody to Living for the Day. I am so excited for this episode because I have just someone I look up to so much. My uncle Dale, who is a pastor of a church in Las Cruces, New Mexico called Heart for the World Church. And uh, I just can't believe that I get to take this time to interview my uncle Dale. Uncle Dale, will you say hi to everybody uh, listening to Living for the Day? Hey, everybody. What a privilege it is to get to be a part of this amazing program. I'm so excited. Um, Uncle Dale, I just want to say uh, with the people that are listening, listening, I just love you so much. I look up to you and honor you, and I just want to be like you. So thanks for taking some time to talk with me today. Well, thank you, Jake, and I sure admire you too and love what you represent for Jesus. So beautiful. Awesome. Well, Uncle Dale, um, can you just tell the listeners when you really came to decide to follow Jesus and then how long you have been in ministry? Well, I was raised, you know, in a Christian home with my dad as a pastor. And and though I prayed to accept Jesus from a very young age, it seemed like it didn't really come become real to me. Uh, until about a freshman in high school. And I had a very powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit. It happened partly because my mom, who had been very crippled with a back condition for many years, was suddenly healed. And and that got my attention, and I, and I cried out to the Lord. And that night, I know that I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, and uh, my life changed very soon. I began to preach in my high school. And so the, the short of it is I've been a pastor for 46 years and uh, wow. 25 here in uh, Las Cruces and, and about uh, the other 21 in El Paso. <laughs> wow. Well, Uncle Dale, thank you so much for just your personal devotion and love for the Lord, your faithfulness to him. And i just so thankful for you. That's such an amazing story. Uncle Dale, we're on this podcast called Living for the Day. And it's all about how do we live with the day when we'll see Jesus face to face in mind? And how does that change our lives? 
So I'd love to just hear from you, Uncle Dale. What's what's one thing you're looking forward to about that day when you see Jesus? Uh, what's one thing you're looking forward to about heaven? What a great subject. You know, just this idea that we see through a glass darkly, our perspectives, you know, even though Jesus is so wonderful to me now, that instant that I see him in all of his glory, I can't imagine how beautiful that'll be. And, and to know all the details of what God's been doing in our lives over these years, and to just, wow, see it. I feel sometimes like a blind man whose people are telling you, you ought to see this sunset. And you can only grasp just a little kind of imagination of what it will be. Right, right. And one day it'll be, it'll be, we won't be seeing through a, through a glass dimly, right? Um, but we'll be seeing face to face clearly. And <laughs> I, uh, I'm so excited about that too. And, um, thanks for being someone who inspires me to live for that day. Um, uncle Dale, my next question for you is what is something that motivates you to live with an eternal mindset, to live with heaven on your mind, to live for the day? What's just something that comes to your mind when you think about this always draws me back to living for heaven, living for the day, what motivates you to live with that eternal perspective? I think so much is just realizing how big eternity and how if we do the right thing, how much that compounds. If we redeem the time, uh, things that may seem so small here, they're not just going to make a difference for five years or 10 years but they are going to resonate and multiply uh, forever. Just the, uh, the compound interest of the choices we make, how, how big those are and how much they wow. matter. I, I'm sure you've mentioned this before, but just the things like, uh, like the movie about 18 years ago, Schindler's List, you know, and he, he helped save these Jews from, from being killed in the Nazi uh, camps and just that picture when they come to thank him and you know he looks at his watch and he says boy this could have saved two more or this car could have saved 20 more uh, just some little choice that that was made could have such incredible ramifications well how much more for eternity I, I like to share the story uh, Jake one time with your dad and I we were in uh, in Dola, Zambia, and we did crusades, worship evangelism, and uh, we're able to lead people to Christ. And after one of the concerts, this very frail young woman and her friend came to me, and her name was Jackie, and she uh, she just came and said, could God do anything for someone like me? I said, well, what do you mean? She says, well, I'm a prostitute, I'm, I'm dying she said, I'm dying of AIDS. I don't know how much longer I got. My family's rejected me. I, I have nowhere to go. Could God do something for me? And uh, I remember just telling her yes and telling her of Jesus' love. And, you know, remember 
the tears coming down her eyes and, and she, she accepting Jesus, the Holy Spirit came on her. We were able to direct her to a healing house. But what was so powerful in that moment was I felt like the Lord said, you see this girl, her whole life has been hell, but this is the last hell she'll ever know. And wow. for all eternity, this one little decision will have changed an eternal life. And, and who knows what her life may still touch before she goes. So that just kind of helped bring something into mind for me. Wow. Sounds to me, Uncle Dale, like your heart and your mind just are so moved by this idea of eternity, of forever that's coming. And I think that's something that I feel so passionate to draw out to. And uh, I know that you know, our li- the, per- the people that are listening to this, I think that's something that they must be thinking about as well. Just like this idea that, wow, our life on this earth, this moment, while we do see things dimly, it's short, um, but eternity is so long. And it's just remarkable to think that our choices and what we do on this earth actually impact forever. And it's just, it's just such an astounding reality. And that's part of why I want to do this podcast is, is to help people think about that more often and to think, wow, what choice can I make today? Actually, Uncle Dale, I, I just um, am starting a new little practice where I'm trying to ask the Lord, what is an evangelism action I could do every single day? So I, I try to ask the Lord, like, today, Lord, what's my, what's my EA, I'm calling it, my evangelism action? And maybe it's, maybe it's you know, just a small thing, a small text to invest in a, in a relationship that I'm praying for. Um, or maybe it's, you know, going to be something bigger. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm praying and I'm asking the Lord that more and more I would live with the reality of eternity before me. And, uh, and so I'm just, I'm, I, I know that you so sense that. Is there, is there anything that helps you on a regular basis, Uncle Dale, practically to just keep you in that place of remembering eternity, remembering, um, uh, that even small actions can make such a profound impact for eternity. What helps you stay, you know, focused on Jesus, focused on eternity? What are some practices or some things that help you do that? Well, one thing that comes to my mind is to really, the importance of a eternal vision, a perspective, and mm-hmm. seeing today with the end in mind and uh, at, at my age, uh, at 66 years old, you know, you're really aware this is the fourth quarter. And uh, much of your life, you play the game to stay in the game. But now I'm playing to win every day. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I know that I, I, I'm i right there. And, and if I make that final shot and I can get uh, the right people on the team or I can uh, do one little thing, uh, this it's going to really define my life both here and in eternity. I would wow. say vision is an incredible, important thing to me. Um, yeah. Living every day and, and having a picture of that. I heard a, a pastor, James Davis, he was saying the Lord spoke to him not too long ago. Uh, and he had a vision of the Lord and, and it was at the table getting ready for the Lamb Supper of the, the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the Lord just asked him, uh, how many chairs 
do you want me to set for you, for the people that you're going to bring? And all of a sudden, he was just sort of aware. Uh, and he started saying, Lord, I'm going to ask for, for more. I'm going to ask for a nation. I want to have the biggest table at the marriage supper of the Lamb. But just wow. that's just a picture in my mind. I'm trying to think of that day and uh, and really live my life. And for me, vision always leads to asking big. Because I know every time I've asked something big for God in terms of souls, people get saved. When I, wow. when I haven't asked, when I've kind of just gone through my routine and I'm not asking God for opportunities or if I'm not praying hard enough for my sermon this Sunday, really believing God, when I give that invitation, if nothing else happens Sunday, if everything else is weird, that you will come. And, you know, every time I pray that in faith, he's answered it. And so I want to ask him for that in light of that day with all the faith that I can muster in my heart. That's one thing. Uncle Dale, I'd love to, you you mentioned to me that you felt like the Lord's been putting on your heart this idea of finishing well. And um, can you just tell me a little bit about what the Lord's been putting on your heart regarding finishing well? And then maybe we can tie some of that into finishing well in terms of the day. So what's the Lord been speaking to you about this? Well, I was very challenged by a study that someone did that showed of the 300 leaders in the Bible, only 100 of them finished in God's will. Only one third, and almost always that happened in the second half of their life. Solomon or whatever, people who started with such humility uh, began to become complacent and began to presume upon God. And so finishing, for me, finishing well is that I, I have just as much passion. I am depending as much on Jesus for, for today as, and, and that I'm growing. You know, I, mm. I, I said at the beginning of this year, I want to grow far more in my 66th year than I did in my 23rd year. Wow. Uh, I want to be on the, the edge of someone who is, is teachable and humble. Uh, I want to recognize that I need people in my life more than I ever have. I, I want to uh, be, as, as a child, a beginner. I want a learner's mindset. Those are some of the thoughts that came as I thought of finishing well uh, in, my, wow. in my life, you know. That is... So amazing. I love that idea of you want to grow more in your 66th year than in your 23rd year. That's so amazing. And I think of Paul, right? I think it's in Second Timothy, you know, when he was coming towards the end of his life and he said, I have finished the race. You know, I have, you know, fought the good fight. And I just think that's so inspiring, Uncle Dale. And um, I just think, I, I you know, who knows? We all, we don't know how much time we have, you know, but like in this day, how can I be passionate about growing? How can I be passionate about that? Uncle Dale, has there been anything you feel like the Lord's been speaking to you about how to do that? How to finish well? Um, maybe you can talk about that for a second. Um, you know, it sounds to me like you're saying, I want to keep growing. <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to not just go on the defensive 
Um, but I want to stay on the offensive um, in this season of my life. But has the Lord been speaking speaking anything to you about how to finish well? Yeah, and I, I recently did a sermon on Caleb because here he uh, has to wait 40 years in the wilderness. Now he's 85, and yet he goes to Joshua in, in Joshua 14. And he's just saying, Joshua, give me my mountain. I, I mm. never lost the vision. I, I kept this attitude, this, this incredible uh, faith-filled attitude. I claimed my promise. I kept the mountain in my heart. I kept what I saw that God could do. And I'm going to claim the highest, the highest promise that I can today uh, even regardless of my age, and, and realizing, and I think the thing that as you you enter the fourth quarter, or whatever you realize, how much influence this has on your children, and that's what Caleb would say, that this wow. is for my sons and my daughters, and in my life, realizing that, for well, for one, I have more influence today than I've had any time in my life. Wow. Uh, you know, I'm I'm able to speak and more people are listening to me today than any time in my life. I'm able then to create to the next generation a platform to stand on that was way higher than I had when I started. So seeing that perspective and every day making sure that I, I'm a Caleb, making sure that I had the same passion and commitment not only to grow, but to see God do great things is huge. One of the things that's helped me recently is is just keeping the bigger picture. Um, you know, there is a good chance, and I, I keep track on all of this, there's been more people come to Christ in, in every day this year than in any time in history. Amazing things wow. are happening. There's a chance that in by 2030, every tribe could have a Bible. Every tongue wow. tribe could could be reached for Jesus. I'm I'm all into that because hey, I might be here 2030, and 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 Christ could come. So, finding anything I can to see the bigger picture, influence more people, and multiply the impact that I have, fires me up every day. <laughs> That's so good, Uncle Dale. Thanks for sharing that, Uncle Dale. I'm hearing from you. Um, even in your 66th year, such a passion for Jesus, such a excitement and um, a hope for the future. And um, I'm just curious for, for myself, but for um, the people that are listening here too. And I think it's tied into this endurance. Just how do you, how do you keep this passion? How have you kept it? over all these years, um, what would you say to listeners today, um, Uncle Dale, as far as, you know, practicals or just things that you've done in your life or things that the Lord's put in your life in terms of maintaining a passion for Jesus um, and enduring through the valley seasons, through the mountain seasons, you have stayed faithful, Uncle Dale, and you've stayed passionate for Jesus, and now here you are, and I'm looking at you, and you're sixty, you know, you're sixty-six, and you're saying, "I want to be, 
I want to grow more than ever this year. And I'm just so inspired by that. And I honor you for that. And I'm so thankful for you. And I'm just wondering, I, I just want to, you know, in the, in the few moments we have, anything else you would say in terms of keeping your passion for Jesus alive, keeping your endurance alive? Uh, for sure, travel light, you know, make sure you, I know the passion killers in my life. You know, if I become a critical person, I can't let criticalness be in me. If I have the slightest sense of a grudge, if I become in any way cynical, it'll kill my passion. I got to keep my heart uh, up to date and pure and excited for who Jesus is and not let, you know, myself become jaded because there's people who've hurt me or people disappointed Mm. me. Uh, again, you, you you hear the phrase, win the day. It has to be an everyday thing. It has to be, wow. this is the first day. This is my day. And, and I've got to, I've got to finish this one. I have to go to bed tonight and say, I did that one thing. You know, that's what Paul said. He never lost sight of the one thing, which was to know God and his fellowship of his sufferings and to be uh, consumed with that. Did I know Jesus a little better today than I did yesterday? And and if I did, then it was a good day. If I didn't, I better kick myself in the pants and get up and and get to know him better tomorrow, you know. Wow. I'm so inspired talking to you, Uncle Dale. Um, You know, Uncle Dale... Uh, thanks for, you know, I know you've listened to a few episodes on this podcast, so you kind of, you understand kind of the heart of this podcast is just, hey, let's live with that day in mind. Let's live with the day that we finally see Jesus face to face. Let's live for the day when he appears. And just with this moment where you're kind of on the podcast, I hope we do this again, but is there anything that you'd want to say or encourage our lis- our our listeners in just in this overall theme of living for the day? I've heard you, you know, even today you've talked a little bit about vision, you've talked about wanting to keep an attitude of growing, um, of knowing the Lord. But just while you have this moment, kind of, um, you know, and uh, what would you say? What would you want to add? to this idea that we're kind of driving in on of living for the day, living for Jesus, living for the day when we're going to see him face to face. Anything you want to add to this whole idea of living with eternity in mind? Well, I just want to give kudos and say you're doing such a great job, Jake. And the themes, uh, I couldn't say it better than what you've been saying in your podcast every week. And, and to me, it's just so much about this idea of, staying focused on the prize and and this world is the most distracting it's been since i was born uh just a hundred of these little things and you know and and you can get off on this and and you can pull away so easy from the focus of what we've talked about here today it's all gonna not matter (laughs) almost (laughs) except for just one or two things so soon And, and just keeping that awareness uh, is what's going to make your life uh, successful in, in every way. It's, you're going to put the right thing first. You know, whatever C.S. Lewis says, if you, 
if you keep your if you get heaven you'll have earth thrown in but if you seek mm-hmm. earth you'll lose heaven and earth you know by by that whole idea is is so key to living man i love that thanks for bringing that back to the word focus and it seems like that it makes me think of hebrews 12 and i kind of joke that i'll i'll talk about hebrews 12 every time i I record an episode, but it, you know, it talked about how Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him. So he too had a prize, right? He, he had his eyes fixed on the prize. And, um, I just think that's such a good word to end on is how can we stay focused on what really matters? I love your word, uncle Dale on travel light. Uh, that makes me think of Hebrews too. Let us throw off every, you know, every sin that entangles, right? Uh, um, every, every, every weight that hinders, let's travel light, let's focus on the prize. And I think, you know, something I'm thinking about uncle Dale is, is let's help each other, right. To, to stay focused. You know, we can't do this by ourselves. We get distracted so easily. Um, I'm right now I'm getting the picture of like an, an, you know, a herd they're safe, you know, together, but you know, when they get, if someone gets distracted and goes off, it's so much easier for those lions to go and take them out. Right. And so, um, we got to help each other stay focused on the prize and um, to finish well. And so, Uncle Dale, I just love you so much. Thanks for thanks for this time. And Uncle Dale, would you say a prayer for the person listening to this podcast right now? Would you just kind of bless them and and ask the Lord for kind of just help them live for the day? Ask the Lord to help them to finish well. Uh, no matter what season they're in, and be faithful. Would you pray for the person listening to this podcast? Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you for these amazing listeners who are listening because they have the heart to finish at the very top of their potential for Jesus Christ. I pray that you will strengthen those eternal goals and clarity about their eternal role in winning people to the Lord and fulfilling their unique and one and only place in the body of Christ. I do pray for you to give them the teammates that they need uh, that that promote in them a passion, Lord, that, that stir them, that provoke them to love and good works. I pray, Lord, that you will increase their hunger to grow every day, to let you remove every baggage, part of the baggage that would hold them back. Thank you, Lord, for fresh vision in their heart of how much of a difference they can make, not just for today, but for eternity, by the simplest thing of caring and showing God's love to others. I bless them in this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks so much, Uncle Dale. This was so fun. Yes. Thank you. I loved it. So good, Jake. Love you. Well, hey, everybody, can't you see why I love and look up to my Uncle Dale so much? He's so amazing, and what a gift that was. I'm so encouraged, and I hope that you're stirred up. hope that you're encouraged and equipped to make the most of every day, to redeem the time um, unto eternal living. Uh, What a special time. The nugget for today is a proverb that... I think relates to eternity just you know so inspired by my uncle dale talking about 
you know, just start the compound interest of our choices and how those will just, you know, what we do in this life, you know, it matters for eternity and in ways we can't really fully understand. But I just think of Proverbs eleven twenty four. I think I know it in the message translation when it just says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, but the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And so I just want to encourage us with the nugget that we will forever and eternity will never regret being generous. We'll never regret being generous. I believe there's just going to be this um, unbelievable reward um, and excitement for all the times that we were generous with what we have, what we um, are, and all the resources that we have. The world of the generous gets larger and larger, but the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. I believe we'll be able to see that uh, so much clearer when we get into heaven, when we get into eternity. I hope you're encouraged today, and uh, thanks so much for listening in. Um, As I usually humbly ask, would you be willing, if you haven't already, to leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, leave a quick note. That'll just help more people um, hear this podcast, and Lord willing, be encouraged and equipped to live for the day. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.